Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know the future, man, you know? Hi, this is Sam Cross, and you're listening to The Future Man on Ready Up Yourself podcast. Play some good, good, good Welcome back to the Reggae of Yourself podcast with me, your house, the future man. And I am very pleased to tell you all that I got a legend and also reggae lovers rock royalty, the beautiful Miss Sandra Cross. Good evening. How are you doing? Hi. Good evening. I'm fine. How are you? I am very well, thank you. And I'm even more excited now that I got you on the program. I feel truly blessed this evening. Oh, <laughs> It's a pleasure. It's a real pleasure. So let's get started. Please, let's start with Sandra Cross and where are you from? Well, I was born and raised in South London, a town called Brixton. Yes. And um, I did all my, well, most of my teenage life, I lived in Brixton. And then um, around the middle part of my life, I decided to move and to go to, um, I I moved to um, Barbados. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was there for 16 years. Wow! <laughs> so, actually, I'm going to come and talk to you about Barbados in a minute, but mm. what I'm going to do, we're going to talk about Brixton. What was it like, um, you know, as a child in Brixton? And how how old were you when you left Brixton? Um, well, as a child, it was just heaven. I suppose it's the same with um, everyone's, most most of our childhood, you know, it's, it's you know, obviously it's, it's, it's a sweeter way of life you know we don't get no stress we ain't got no problems you know it's just it's just it's just it's something that we live and then we kind of um you know it goes too quickly you know because you know cause life is just too sweet in those days you know yeah Gr- growing up in brixton was just it was just it was a learning experience it was fun you know um and that got my foothold into a lot of other things that took place into my life for example my career you yes. know um I, I i got my foothold in when i was down in the south you know, think you know, trying to work out whether I wanted to be an artist or not, and it was Brixton that made me decide. You know, the final decision, really. Yes. How yeah. Old, how old were you at that point? Um. Well, growing up, as I said, from from being born to maybe around, you know, even up to the age of fourteen, because at the age of fourteen was when I started when I actually um, started recording as an artist. Oh wow! Um, I got my first number one when I was fourteen. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. What was that track called? It was called I Adore You. Okay. 
Yeah, we, we um, me, myself and two other girls at school, we entered a talent contest. Yes. And we won the contest and the prize was to actually record the song. Yes. And we did that and it went to number one. It went to n- number one in the reggae charts. Oh, wow. Yeah. That the, so, that's amazing. Yeah. And so all that was done around the age of 14. Like, uh, yeah, quite, quite an early age. Um, and then from 14 upwards, it was just a case of figuring out you know, I, I don't know, um, from a girl's point of view, or from my point of view, being a woman back in those days, it was everything was there for the taking, basically. You know, there was a lot of things going on, and we had to decide whether, you know, just to try and balance out life as, yeah. a, as a teenage growing up in, 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 in the South, you know. And so 14, 15, 16, 17, I was still kind of doing, you know, the recording and still trying to figure out my career. Yeah. And then by the time I got to my mid-20s, that's when I decided that, Maybe I should do a shift, yeah. you know, and that's when I decided that I'd got to go to Barbados. So were you a bit of a celebrity then in school at this point, you know, because obviously you got a number one and stuff like that, so everybody know who you are. What was that like? Well, at that, well after we had the number one, um, things just went, you know, it just went, it just went crazy, basically. And, and um, yeah, it was coming to school, all the teachers were, you know, really proud of me and all my friends and everyone. Yeah, it was... It was, it was a bit of a celebrity thing vibe going on after that, but definitely for real, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> so did they try to get you to sing and stuff like that? Oh, all the time. In the assemblies, they would always get me to sing, actually sing the song. And, you know, <laughs> you know, they were they were all very proud of me, you know. But at the time, I didn't even realize how special it was. You know, I just took everything for granted, really. So you were fast becoming like a, a major celebrity and the lovers rock scene in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it like when you actually moved over to the Caribbean? Um, oh, that was a, that was a big, there was a big difference, a big change. It was, it was almost, I didn't even, I mean, I was there for 16 years, but I didn't, even though I was there for 16 years, I still, it felt like I didn't have the time to adapt to the culture and I got a massive culture shock yeah. and I, and I never recovered from it basically, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of music, um, everything just changed for me. Everything kind of shifted. Yeah. So I, I kind of got used to their type of music and, you know, tried to get into the Beijing, the Barbadian way, um, musically and, and, and culturally and, you know, and it, 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 it just, it, it was, it, it was a, it was a big lesson. It was a big lesson to me. Yeah. A big lesson, yeah. The music in Barbados. Um, so did you try to change away from the Lovers Rock and try to do um, what they were doing out there? What was the main kind of mu- genre of music they was doing there at that point? Yeah, well, I tried to introduce Lovers Rock to them. I mean, they, the Caribbean loves Lovers Rock. Yes. But, um, you know, sometimes it depends which island. Sometimes, you know, you have to try and adapt to what they love. And, for example, Barbados, they will more into if it wasn't the um the calypso or what they call um there's another name for it I'll tell you in a minute but if, if they if they weren't into the calypso it was more straight direct um dancehall from Jamaica and yeah. there wasn't really any in between yeah you know so I tried to introduce Lovers Rock as an in between but it was tough it was hard because you know once you know basically you know those people down the Caribbean you know they're, they're strong in their ways that's true, and, yeah. And um, proud of their music, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so true, yeah. It, 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 it was a tough fight. It was a tough fight. When did you decide to come back to the UK and to continue your career in the UK? Um, I think, well, as I said, I was there for 16 years. And then after 16 years, I thought, maybe I, I would like to 
resurrect my career because at that point nothing was happening to me. Yeah. Up until that point, you know, it seemed like it was over for me, you know. But then I kept hearing a little voice saying, "Well, no, it's not over. You've got a lot left." Yeah. You know. And it was at that point when I decided, you know what, I need to get up and go. Basically, physically, emotionally, you know what I mean. Um, it, it it was a hard move because after living in Barbados for sixteen years, to come back to the UK was like, you know, that's somewhere where you've never been before. <laughs> Coming you know back I mean? to the, the cold. Yeah, not, not even the, I don't mind the cold. It wasn't even so much the cold. It was just getting used to that, this kind, you know, um, the English way of living again. Yeah. So back when you first started out, then who were some of the lovers rock um, artists that actually really inspired you? Um. Well, uh, there was quite a few. Like I, I used to listen to a lot of um, Janet Kaye, Carol Thompson, Gina DiBambo. You know, brown sugar. Yeah. You know, they were they were they were my greatest inspiration, really. And then yeah. I used to listen to a lot of um, R and B, like stylistics. You know, I used yeah. to listen to ABBA. You know, pop. It was a mixture, really. Okay. In terms of lovers rock, it was definitely you know the, the local you know the local inspiration was definitely um, you know Victor Romero Evans and you know um, um, you know all all, all, all those. All the artists that was actually happening at the time, you know. I've noticed that you have been working with some of the greatest reggae legends, producers, and stuff down in Jamaica. Oh yeah, I took a trip to Jamaica for the first time last year. Can you believe that? <laughs> was the first time? Was it? I was told not to say that on, on, on an interview. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it certainly surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, <clears throat> I know, but um. Once I got there, though, I was going there, like, every month for, like, like the following six months. I was just, you know, because, as I said, I teamed up with um, Sly and Robbie, you know. I know. Um, say that, ag- say that again. I don't, it's not about name dropping, but please say that again, because it don't get any bigger than that when it comes to reggae in Jamaica. Right, yeah. It, it, was, it, it was a pleasure, actually, joining up, teaming up with them. Um, I'm now on their label. And yeah. um, it, it, everything's just start, it's, it's just starting again. Everything's just starting to go crazy again. You know, we did we worked on the album for like six six months. We worked on the album. The album's finished now. It's in the process of being mixed. Yes. And um, it's going to be released um, at some point this year. We're just trying to work out the release date. Wow. And, and it's just it's just gone haywire. It's just crazy. It's just it's crazy. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. First one, I want it. I want you to tell me is what is one of the most bizarre um, thing that happened at one of your shows? Well, the, <laughs> the only thing that comes to mind uh, whenever I remember anything like that is um, when I was touring in Japan. Yes. And um, and I remember on a couple of, well, on one show, one particular show, yes. um, um, went on stage with the band and then I totally forgot the lyrics. <laughs> oh, wow. Totally, every single word. Because sometimes nerves take take you over. It yeah. just does weird things to you. Yeah. And at that particular moment, I just went, everything just went blank. And you know what happened? <laughs> yeah. Every single person in the audience sang the song. Oh they, wow! They, they knew what was going on. They knew what was going on. Yeah. And it, it was like it was like it was rehearsed. They just. They just sang the song as if they were saying songs and hearing the lyrics. Oh wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was it was a really nice, you know it turned out to be a really nice vibe. You know, I never yeah. forget that. Never, never forget that. Oh wow. You've got a new album coming out, is it? Yes. Well, well, it's already released. The album is called Sing. Is it S I N G? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and um, that that is that was released. Um, actually, that was released 
just before Christmas. Okay. Um, that one's riding the airways very well. But I'm also um, working on my own production. I've got a, um, an acoustic EP. Yeah. Due, due to be released on my own record label, Sound Across Music. Okay. And that's the yeah, name of your label, Sandra Cross Music. Sandra Cross Music, yes. Okay. And the, the EP is, is, is going to be called Serious. That's what the name of the, the, um, the EP is. Okay. And um, it's very, very interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting choice of um, selections of um, tracks on that EP. Yeah. Is um, that don't be like a lot of love song? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't say that at all. It's, it's a mixture. You, I mean, when it comes, you know, um, I can't obviously can't reveal too much right now. But okay. you know, it's 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 very interesting, very interesting. Yeah. And that is due. That is coming very very soon. I just finished um, voicing, and we're just in the process of mixing now. So that one's gonna be. Um, for the, you know, coming out very soon, yeah? Okay, excellent. Mm. Also yeah. as well, you are very well known for this song you done called Country Living. I watched you perform, yes. and when you start, the crowd was buzzing throughout, but when that song came on, it's like everybody went crazy. Right, Where was the yeah. inspiration for that song came from? Well, the thing is, I wouldn't say I had an inspiration, you know. I was just, my, my professor at the time, a real label, he called me in that, that evening and said, look, I've got a song for you to sing. Yeah. To sing it. I wasn't even in the mood. I had a cold, you know, things were going too wonderful in my life. And, yeah. you know, and he said, come over and sing this song. So I just went over to the studio, sang the song, and then I just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two weeks later, two weeks later after recording it, it was in, it was at the number one spot. Oh, wow. And yeah, and it stayed there for 10 weeks. Oh, wow, that's brilliant. Well, yeah. Miss Sandra Cross has been an absolute pleasure having you on the Reggae Up Yourself podcast and I hope to catch up again soon so we can talk about your new releases and when they come out so we can share more details about them to your fans. Thank you so Great, much. thank you. Thank you for having me and you know what, to everyone out there, you can follow me on Sandra Cross Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Sandra Cross Music and my... Um, my website is due to be released any day from now, Sandra Cross Music. So anybody who wants to know anything about what's going on with me, just check out those social media websites and you'll see all the information that you need. You heard it here first, people. Sandra Cross is coming back with some more great music for you all. See you again soon. The Future Man. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.